and we are live with another episode of Lead Off Talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined as always by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going there, buddy? It's going really good. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we had some breaking news. The the Padres traded for starting pitcher Shaw Manaya from Oakland, and Oakland's payroll is what now like four dollars or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably negative four. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll we'll talk more about that when uh you know when we get to the Padres and the A's. Um, but you know, for this episode, we are going to have our 2022 predictions um our standings uh for each division we're going to go uh national league east uh central west and then like again american league um east probably west and then we'll leave the al central last um we're gonna have our mvps uh cy young rookie of the years and um our you know world series prediction matchup and then our world series winner so um this should be a fun episode. These are always my favorite episodes, like the last one we did. If you haven't checked it out, top seven at each position. Um, and then like this one, because it's like, you know, you actually get to sit down and like talk about, you know, every team, you know, and what we like, what we dislike and, you know, stuff like that. So I'm very excited. Yeah, it's my favorite episode of the year. I know we've only done this our second time doing it, but last year was my favorite one. So I've been excited for this one. Well. Let's just jump right into it. The NL East. Uh, so, fifth place. Who do you got? I have the Nationals. Yep, me too. Okay. <laughs> me too. And I hated. I hated doing it, but I had to. <laughs> I mean, it sucks that like the best player in in the in Major League Baseball is on the last place team. Yeah, second um, best. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay we're not gonna get into that again yeah no no no, no. <laughs> like they're a young team um you know you have Juan Soto uh they brought in Nelson Cruz they have which again it's funny I say young team and then I bring up like the oldest guy in baseball uh, or second <laughs> oldest guy in baseball they have Josh Bell but other than that it's guys like you know Kybert Ruiz um uh Josiah Gray um like it, there's a youth movement uh, in DC. Um, it'll be fun to watch, but I don't expect them to win many games uh, this year. Um, it sucks, but you know, like hey, they won their World Series. They're kind of handcuffed with some big contracts. Steven Strasburg like hasn't been healthy since he signed that extension and won, won the World Series. Patrick Corbin really hasn't been good besides you know, the playoff run, um, which, I mean, Nashville fans would, I, I'm sure they would take that, right, winning a World Series, but having to deal with a bad Patrick Corbin contract. But, like, overall, you know, they, they brought back, like, you know, the locker room guys, the the, the Gerardo Parras, the Sean Doolittles. Um, but, I mean, like, their pitching isn't that great, especially with everybody hurt. Their bullpen is very sus. Um, you know, Taylor Rainey's probably like their best guy. I think they still have um who's the guy? Uh Will Will Smith. Um, who they signed to a bit pretty big deal a couple years ago. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just it's gonna be rough for the nationals this year. But like hey, they're a fun team. 
they're rebuilding. They still have the best player in baseball. So it's like, it's still must watch or at least his at-bats. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and like what, basically everything you said is what I was going to say. And um, I would just say also the, the youth movement is huge there, in my opinion. I mean, um, I can't think of his name right now, but you can tell me. Centerfield, what's his name? I, I can picture oh, the, everything about like him. Victor Robles? Yeah, geez. Oh my. Yeah, him, you have Breeze, um, and then you have um, Gray right there. That, that's three bidding young stars, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, like th- this year might not be good, but I mean, if they, if they surprise the people this year, have like a Marlins type season, well, maybe they don't win. They, they win a lot, but like they just build onto it. That could be, a, that could be big for them. And uh, so, speaking of the Marlins, I have them at number four again. Same. Um, good, fun team. A lot of young pitching that I think everybody's pretty excited for. Um, I still don't really understand the Avisela Garcia signing. I, mm-hmm. Especially, like, I just, I just don't get it. Um, very confused by that. But, like, I think Jorge Soler, them getting him, um, to play DH, to play some right field, I think is is a good thing. Um, they have one of the top young, ba- uh, you know, prospects, young star, budding stars in baseball, and Jazz Chisholm. Uh, I think everybody's just excited to see, you know, yeah. Jazz Chisholm just blossom into, you know, a bona fide superstar. Um, you know, they still have some really good players like Miggy Rowe at short. Uh, Jesus Aguilar is good. They went out and got Jacob Stalling. Like they're trying to compete, but man, that that NL East is 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 stacked. You know, it, it's, yeah, it, it's really stacked. It, it, it's ridiculous how good it is. And that's the thing. The Marlins could be like a really, really good team and they could finish like we I, I have them fourth, but I think they're going to surprise a lot of people, but like still have them fourth, which is like, I don't know. It's kind of sad to say, but like you said, like Jess Chisholm is a bona fide superstar on the like, on the cusp of being a bona fide superstar and I think he like you said he's the fifth place team may have the best player in baseball and the fourth place might have the most exciting player to watch in baseball because mm-hmm. you just never know what you're gonna give a chat I mean like good in chess because he can hit a home run no doubt or walk it off he does that little uh basketball move when he gets in oh uh, yeah the step Eurostep. yeah the euro step yeah the euro step when he gets in I mean it's just everything you want in baseball right now as a young kid, like Chaz has it. And like, just like you said, much watch TV. And like you said, I don't get the Gar- the Garcia signing at all. Solaire makes a lot of sense to me. Um, DHN. But that division is just so tough. And the pitching staff is so good too. Yeah. And that's the it's thing. so too. good. You know, Sixto's cut. I think he was, he was hurt. Um, so he's, he'll be, you know, work back. But like they're, they're five, six, seven starting pitchers deep and they're all young i mean mm-hmm. you, you forget at the deadline they went out and got uh jesus lazardo from the a yeah. for starling Marte, and like they got uh i think brian de la cruz is going to be like their everyday center fielder um they went out and they got like joey window like like those are good players man yeah but it's just like man that that's it's still not enough when you're just looking at you know the phillies the mets and the braves which is just right. unfortunate the- the one thing you can say about the Marlins, though, that's a uh, all-star break. They're right there, right? Like, they're mm-hmm. in the mix of things to win that division. But they're close enough. They have enough in that rotation that they could trade a big guy in that rotation and get back a solid bat if they needed a bat somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if a big guy comes out, they had the ammo to go do that, Yep. which is, is terrifying. Like you said, they have seven starting pitchers <laughs> who should all be in the rotation. 
Yeah, literally, they all should be in the rotation. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the bullpen, I think, you know, bullpens we all know are hit or miss, uh, hit and miss every year. Right. Um, so that's that's obviously a question mark. I mean, last year they they signed Anthony Bass thinking he was going to be their, their closer, and I don't think he made I don't think he made it out of like the first two weeks of the regular season. <laughs> he was that bad. Yeah, so bad. So, um, so this is where things might get interesting. Um, who's your number three? I have the Mets. Wow. wow. And I have them making the playoffs, wow. but I have them making the playoffs. Okay, I have the Mets too. Okay, I, I have the Mets think... making the playoffs. Last year, you had them going all the way, winning the World Series and everything. <laughs> hey, okay, you never so the so... predictions are still coming up. They're making the playoffs. Okay, so okay, what changed in in the for number three? So, so my whole my, I had the Mets up until three days ago as my number two in the division. Okay, and I thought they were loot. And I, I won't say who's number one, but I had the number two in the division. And with the injuries that happened to Degrom and Scherzer now, Degrom's out for at least four weeks. I heard mm-hmm. Scherzer, you might not. They said maybe a week or two, but they're going to reevaluate. I don't know. I've been hearing multiple things from multiple other people. Um. But I think it just sets them back a little bit. They're going to start out a little slower now, I think. But they're still going to pick it up, and they're still going to be right there at the end. I think, I just think the first month of the season is going to, like you said, it won't, it won't break your season, but it's going to, it's not going to make their season what they want it to be, if that makes sense. But they have enough to get there. Uh, Lindor, I think, has a huge bounce back year. Uh, Brandon Nimmo's might be one of my under, favorite underrated players in baseball. Stanley Marte is. I mean, he's everything you want a guy, and he gets better with age. You mm-hmm. hope he continues it. That he it scares me a little bit because he is getting up there in age, but he hasn't shown an ounce of going backwards at all. Um, there's been rumors about Dominic Smith, but he's still on the team right now. Alonzo, his power. Uh, he went out and got, yeah. and got Mark Hanna. Mark like, Hanna, I, yeah. Mark they Hanna, went out yeah. and got your boy Chris Bassett, like – Exactly. I mean, you look at that roster and you go, that's a good team. Eduardo Escobar, like, you go, how the hell is this team not going to, you know, win their division? And it's like, they're the Mets. <laughs> exactly. You yeah, know that's what I mean? Your thing. Or, yeah. And, and it's just like, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, don't I know. It. And like I said, that, if it wasn't for the injuries, there'd be number two for me. And like, even Degrom now, like this is back to back every year. Significant year, like yeah, every year he's he's always banked up, but like this is back to back. You know, people he he's only, he's thirty three years old, like yeah, like he's getting up there. At some point, Max Scherzer at thirty seven. That's a lot of innings on that arm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Starling Marte's thirty three. Even though, like you said, he's getting better with age, but it's like, you know, Eduardo Escobar's thirty three. Mark Hanna's thirty three. Like. Chris Bassett's 33, like, at some point, it could go just – it could go downhill. Carrasco's 35, like – Yeah, it'd go downhill quickly for them. Yeah, very, very quickly for them. So, you know – But, like, the good thing is about them is, like, they have those guys, like Escobar, Marte, and all those guys who, like, shown consistency through their career. mm -hmm. So you hope that they they at least picked up guys who've been consistent, if that makes sense. They didn't pick up guys who – had like a one good year when they were 33. Like, okay, let's get him now that he's 34. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the one good thing that's going about him. But yeah, the age is a scary thought. 
because top to bottom, like they're one of the most talented teams in baseball, but it's like, oh, 100%. They, just can't, they just can't stay healthy. Um, mm-hmm. I had the Mets three, two. I always had them at three, just cause like, Hey, they're the Mets. I know they always <laughs> take cheap, cheap shots at them, but it's like, dude, until, you know, fool me once, you know, shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Like, like this is like year three, four, five with them. Like every every year you hear about the Mets. Like, oh, right. what are the Mets doing? And it's like <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're still gonna be mediocre. Mm-hmm. But like I I think they probably end up making the playoffs too. Or it's close, especially with what the the three extra the two extra spots. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah. Uh number two. Who do you got? Phillies. Yep, me too. Okay. I like Did you hit the like shadow ball. Yeah. I just don't like their defense, like we've talked about <laughs> multiple times. Like that yeah, just I gives mean, me we, anxiety. Yeah, we've talked about them so much. Like they're gonna hit the shadow ball, but they're not gonna be able to play defense at all. Nope. Nope, not at all. Um you know, they're they're pitching. I like Nola, I like Zach Wheeler. Um I think Romuto bounces back and they, mm-hmm. you know, they have guys like Alec Brom, uh, you know, young guys who there's even less pressure on, on a guy like him now. Um, you know, pitching, I mean, Kyle Gibson's like your number three, like that's, that's like an ideal spot, you know, for him. Um, yeah. I just, I, I just like their team, you know, Ranger Suarez, you know, whether he's a starting pitcher, relief pitcher, I think they'll just kind of use him wherever. Um, Gene Sakura is still good. You know, the back hit, like the the back end of their bullpen, like depending on who they go with, whether it's Alvarado, whether it's like Sir Anthony Dominguez. It, I, I just hope for Phillies fans' sake, it's not Brad Hand because oof. Uh, it's probably <laughs> what? It's probably Corey Knable, if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I – if they if they really want to get serious and, and really start winning, um they just can't have Odubel Herrera just be their center fielder every day. Like at some right. point you just gotta give uh the young prospect Mickey Mon- yeah, Monic Monic or something. Monic yeah who looked awful last like the top prospect like a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Last year looked awful and this spring training he's been on fire. And like you said, I would give it to him because you like you know what you're getting in Herrera, mm-hmm. and at least like uh, Monic plays. I think it was his last name, Mickey Monic or Monic. Yeah, Mon- I think it's he Monic, plays yeah. Monic. He plays great defense. Yep, he's hitting the ball now. Like, and you can bat him like ninth. <laughs> now you have a DH and all that. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. protect him in the lineup a little bit. I don't know why they don't just give it to him and have Herrera be the fourth. You know, I don't even know if he deserves to be a fourth out there to be honest. But yeah, I mean they really don't at that point because he's not good defensively. Like, no. He, he even makes like, one crazy play a year, and that's yeah. about it. And like he's already up there in age, like it's yeah, they can go downhill really quickly defensively for for the Phillies. Right. Uh, I will say that, one last thing about the Phillies. Yep. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> uh, the one guy too to look out for, like you said, Brom, uh, DD, and you have Segura. If anything happens to any of those guys, like they look bad, like DD doesn't come out the way he should. Bryce and Scott has had a really good spring training too. And he could easily could be their starting shortstop, to be honest with you. But I think they're probably going to give it to it's Didi, right? 
Yeah, I, mean, they, I think yeah, he's I got think, one more big year on his contract. Yeah, so I think they're going to give him the opportunity to continue that job. But if something would happen, or even Brom doesn't show up, that Scott can slide right in anywhere in that infield. And he's been on fire in spring training. And he, I think he's a top 10 prospect, too, in baseball. Yep, yep, yep. And then the Braves at one, you know, World Series yeah. champs. Um, reloaded. Yeah, re- like, yeah, reloaded, retooled. Um, I think overall, like losing Freddie Freeman is awful, but to get a younger Matt Olson, like it's weird, but it probably works out. It's probably, you know, in their best interest that, that like the cards that, or, you know, the hand kind of played out. That was dealt. Yeah. Yeah. Like however, it was, yeah. Like how it played out, like they got Matt Olson, who's like five years younger um and you know you look at the the analytics like with with uh Olsen um he's I mean there's a chance he like leads the NL in home runs this year just playing mm-hmm. in 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 Atlanta um yeah you know Austin Riley's a stud uh you know Dancy Swanson like people like him uh I think I, I think Ozzy Elvis takes a huge step this year, like a huge, huge step. Um, Acuna should be back, what, around May-ish? So, yeah. And know, he could come back on fire. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that goes without saying. Um, yeah. You know, they, they, they still have Adam Duvall. They, they re-signed uh, Ed Rosario. Like, you know, good luck with that, right? But it's like, you know, he's, he is who he is. He's gonna yeah, have those he's, fire months. He's have three weeks where he doesn't hit the ball at all. Yep. And then you know center field is still kind of a question mark. They still have like Drew Waters because um, they traded Pache to the A's for uh, for Olson. Um, you know I think I, I feel like they're they're gonna just kind of trot this uh, this season like this regular season or like get healthy. And we know we're good enough to, you know, get into the playoffs. And then when we're finally fully healthy, uh, you know, just kind of like attack once we get in the playoffs. Because, like, right. you know, their they're pitching is still super underrated. Like, you know, Morton, um, uh, wow, what's his name? Max Fried was really good. You know, year three or year two. Is it like year two of Ian Anderson? Even though I think technically yep. he's still a rookie. Um, you know, Soroka, I, is he back? It will be back a couple months still. Who? Soroka. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever you get from Soroka is kind of house money at that point, right? Right, exactly, yeah. Um, Yanoa y- was good last year. Um, they signed, like, Kirby Yates, like, whenever he gets back. Uh, they they got, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen. Um, you know, AJ Minter. Like, you know, Colin McHugh, like, those are really, really good signings for them. And oh yeah. Even though he's a piece of shit, like Marzell Zuno is gonna be back. Dude, I was gonna say, I, I'm I, off the field issues away, right? Like we you know, he is a piece of shit, you know what I mean, and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying he isn't, but like he could come back at 40 bombs. Oh yeah, easily. Easily playing because he, he might not have to play left field anymore because out just DHing. Mm-hmm. And like do you have the ball in left? I'm thinking, or Rosario and the other one in left and right, and but 
like, like I said, I don't want to like cheer for the dude because of what he's done, but that yeah. there's a like, legitimate chance get, like he he comes back and he, is yeah just as good as he was a couple especially years now ago. he's to play defense because mm-hmm. he's the maybe one of the worst defenders I've ever seen play baseball. I mean, I watched him jump a wall when the ball bounced four feet in front of the wall. That's one <laughs> right. of the funniest plays I've ever seen. So, like I said, he could. And, and when he was really good in 2020, that was when they had the universal DH. Exactly. Yeah. So, That's it. yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's like some type of correlation with it. Right. Um, no, it has to be. And, you know, like their pitching is just really good. I mean, Will Smith, yeah. like I'm just like going down the list, Sean Newcomb solid, AJ Minter, Tyler Mastic uh, was great in the playoffs. Like, you know, they still have Travis Dardno, but like, who knows? If uh, William Contreras ends up like taking over that spot for them, um, eventually, but it's like man, they're just super underrated. Like they get a lot, of, oh, yeah. they get a lot of guys that are like, oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. That guy's really good. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I know that's <laughs> like riveting commentary, but for a team that just won the World Series, I feel like they're slept on, even though like we just picked them to win their division. Right. Because there's like no, no true hype around them, but maybe that's just like a microcosm of of the off season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so to recap, we actually we had the same. I thought there was going to be some. Yeah, we did the exact same there. Yeah. So Nationals, Marlins, Mets, Phillies, Braves. Yes. To the NL Central. So four or. Five and four, I feel like is. You mean you could have you flip flop them? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say the Pirates at five, the Reds at four. That's exactly what I have, but I I could easily have the Reds and the Pirates. It doesn't bother me. They're both gonna be bad, really bad. I just feel like Brian Reynolds probably is gonna get traded at some point. Yeah, for the next two days, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? And the Reds still have enough guys that in like the right like the first half of the season before the deadline like they're gonna win some games where they're gonna like not be the worst team in that division if that if that makes any sense at all oh yeah it does but then they're literally gonna nuke that team at the deadline in my opinion oh yeah 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 i mean that the I only guy left might be vado and in india and yeah and like the vado like he i think he, i mean he's got a no trade clause i don't think I don't think he wants to go anywhere. Um, right. India, I mean, you just brought him up last year. So it's like, you know, you have at least a handful of years to start, you know, rebuilding your team with India, like around. Um, but like the Louis Castillos, the, I mean, if Tyler Naquin has a good year, like maybe he gets called uh, at the yeah. deadline. Naquin, Moose will be gone. Yeah, Moustakis, again, that's a bad contract too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like they're probably gonna have to eat some for that, but they yeah. he could he, he could be gone. Like no one on that it doesn't nobody on that team if they got trade would surprise me. To be honest with you, even India. Like I don't think they would do that, but like if they did, it would not surprise me because it's the Reds. Yeah, the the India thing is weird because he's older already. Yeah, well that, but it's like at some point, you know, if if your rebuild isn't working out. Like you kind of got to, you kind of like got to project. Like, are you going to compete while you still have India? And right. I like 
that's the issue with Brian Reynolds right now. Brian Reynolds is an all-star center fielder for the Pirates. But they don't have anything around him to be competitive within the next three, four years. So you might as well, I guess, sell high on him, extremely high on him, because whoever's getting him is getting years of control. Um, and it's just like, it's just like weird, like, like you're in no man's land with Brian Reynolds, if you're a Pirates fan. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I agree. You could easily be that with Jonathan India um, with the Reds in two years, where he's an all-star second baseman, yet you're just kind of like, but like, that's it. Like they have Hunter Green, who's going to make their opening day uh, team, you know, the, the young stud uh, starting pitcher. Um, like Tyler Molly's good. It's, they made some weird trades like, oh yeah, let's get Mike Miner for, for, um, for Amir Garrison. Like let's sign Tommy fan fan for one year. Like, it really doesn't make sense what they're doing, but <laughs> like at least that's that's a team that's going to accidentally win some games that they probably shouldn't. And you know, with uh, with like a draft lottery, you know, maybe you're you can afford to do that a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the yeah. like the Pirates. They're just I, I, Brian Reynolds right there, if he yeah. plays to Brian Hayes and is Hayes. a stud. Yeah. Um, but it's like other than that, man, it's it's rough out there. It's really rough out there. I feel bad for Pirates fans. Oh yeah, I really do. Yeah, because there's nothing to really get excited over Mm-mm. at all. Like at all. Like I'm just like looking at their forty man. It's, it's Hayes. Like, it's it's Hayes and Reynolds. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm excited for Reynolds anymore because I think he gets traded. So I'm gonna be excited as a as a Pirates fan knowing that that guy's gonna get traded in at least three months. I mean, it's latest three months, but I think, like you said, like we said, like next week he could be gone. And then, like you know, the other, the only other stud that everybody was excited for was O'Neill Cruz, and they sent him down. They sent him so down. It's like, yeah, and every other team sent their prospects up almost every team, yeah, except the Pirates. Like mm-hmm. when I saw the Pirates, I was like, okay, here we go with every other team, and then every team, their young studs just like made the team, and the Pirates were like, no. Nope. We don't care. Like they have some young pitching that should be exciting, you know, like Will Crow, you know, the, the main guy from the um from the Josh Bell trade from the Nats, Mitch Keller. Um, you know, I'm looking through the list here. There's one more. Oh, uh Bryce Wilson. Like, like those are some you'll probably young... trade them all for Chris Archer, so well, yeah, but it's so <laughs> it's so weird, like. Like this is not this is the worst team in baseball. There's nothing exciting about this team. Like again, yeah, Ben Reynolds is great, but again, who knows? And it's Hayes. And it's Hayes. Hayes and Reynolds. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Which sucks. and when they call up Cruz, Cruz, but who knows when they're gonna call him up? Yeah. But yeah, like, oh, let's spend five million dollars on Roberto Perez, because that makes sense. After right. trading, after what do we do? We're gonna trade Jacob Stalling. Who's making like no money, but mm-hmm. you know that makes that makes all the sense in the world. Hey, they're gonna be really good defensively. All right, so number three, you got the Cubs. I got the Cubs. All right, you know they're 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 fun. Like again, they should be a fun team. 
to kind of keep an eye out for. Marcus Stroman is much much watch every time he takes the mound. Um, you know they have this weird like influx of like like younger guys, but also like there's some remnants of you know when they won the World Series like they still have Jason Hayward, they still have Kyle Hendricks, um, they got Wade Miley, you know Alec Mills like like all those guys are over thirty, and like they signed Anderson Simmons, and but it, you know they they also have some young some young interesting players like Clint Frazier. They picked up, finally gets an opportunity to, to play outfield every day. Um, they still have Wilson Contreras. Like, it's a weird – it's it's a really weird team if you if you really oh, look yeah. at it. Ian Happ could finally bounce back and be the player that everybody thinks he is. Yeah, Ian Happ. Um, you know, you know uh, they got Nick Madrigal from the – was the Kimball oh, yeah, I forgot they got him. Uh, Nico Horner's, like, their top prospect um, that, that – uh, Frank Swindell, uh, Swindell or whoever, um, right? You know, hit a lot of home runs for them. Big power hitter Patrick Wisdom. It's like, are those just kind of flashes in the pants, like for last year, or is like can can they actually maybe build around them for a couple of years? But it's like, right? They're in. They're just in. I don't Purgatory. know. They're Purgatory. They're in the middle. Yeah. They're in the middle. Yeah. They're in the middle stuck. And. They're probably more like lower purgatory. Yeah. Because it's like, it's not like you, there's like a ton of young players. Like, there's young players that finally get an opportunity, but they're not necessarily young players like you're, you know, banking on to be on this team in five years because they'll be 35. Like, Frank, right. like, like Schwindel or Wisdom, you know, like those are journeyman guys who are already 29, 30 years old. And it's like, well, that's unfortunate. Right. Now they get their opportunity and now they're, like you said, old. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, no disrespect, but it's like, that is just kind of the reality of baseball. That's how baseball you know? works. Yeah. yeah. That's why baseball, that's one of the reasons I think baseball sucks. Yep. And I love baseball, but like one of the reasons it sucks, and we've talked about it many times, is when a, a guy finally gets a shot in the pros, they're 30. Like Jacob Stallings, for example. He's 32 now, just had the best year of his life and got traded. And he's still making no money. Mm-hmm. Number two? Uh, Cardinals. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. I mean, they had the best – they might have one of the best outfielders in baseball when it comes to the young outfield. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bader, uh, Bader, Bader O'Neill, and, uh, and D- Carlson. Dylan Carlson, yep. Yeah, that whole outfield studs all over the place. And finally, Bader and uh, O'Neill turned it on last year, in my opinion, finally. Carlson had an okay year, but I think we all know that he's going to be good. The infield's – the infield is really good too. I think it comes down to the fact that the pitching scares me a little bit. I'm trying to think. Nah, maybe. Yeah. Yachty, you don't know where he's going from Yachty. Yachty's Yachty, though. They, they're an exciting team too to watch. Oh, oh, yeah. Too. I mean, you know, they're just, they, they are, you know, just the, uh, the you know, the class of, of baseball. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Like they're just, like, I don't. They're like I, I don't know maybe like the Miami Heat of of baseball, you know what I mean? Like you just know what you're going to get from them year in and year out. They got some star players: Nolan Arenado, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, Tommy Edmonds, a stud. Um, you know, the, at short, it'll be interesting to see 
you know, if, if that Sosa guy uh, gets an opportunity to play every day over uh, Paul DeYoung, if they're outfield, like, like, you, like you said, I mean, is there a better young outfield right now? And I mean, defensively, like they all won gold gloves. <laughs> yeah, defensively, is, you can't hit a ball to the, like a gap. Like you yeah. hit a ball to the gap there, and you're like, oh shit, I might get caught. You can't hit it down the line because Goldschmidt won the uh, gold glove, right? And and Nolan Arenado yeah. won the gold glove. So it's like, it's like, damn. You know, like you said, <laughs> like, like right, hit the ball. Yeah, exactly. Um, like you said, like they're pitching. You know, the Stephen Mats, you know, the Miles Michaelises, like. Like those guys, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know how you know how they do. Like their bullpen, like Gallegos is good. Um, Jordan Hicks seems to be healthy. Dakota Hudson, I think, is going to be a, a sleeper. Um, whenever they get Jack Flaherty back, it is a plus. Um, right. You know, there's there's a lot of upside for this team. A lot of upside. And then number it just one, comes down to the fact that my number one is so good. Yeah. In my yeah. opinion. The, the I mean, that's what, yeah. The Brewers just, I mean, I'm going to continue to beat the drum that I had them winning last year. Yeah, you did. But um, <laughs> but that rotation is nasty. I mean, they, they have two of the top, in my opinion, seven pitchers in baseball on my list. I think you had two of the top eight or nine Um. in yours. Yeah, I mean, I, I just picked one, but I mean, eight, yeah, two of the top eight in, in Woodruff and Burns. I mean, yeah. Freddie Peralta's a, a ace on any other staff. They go out, <laughs> they get Hunter Renfro, like, for nothing. Literally. For Jet, nothing. The worst player on their team, they got Hunter Renfro for. Think about that. Like, yeah. it, that still blows my mind that the Red Sox were like, you know what? I know this guy can hit 40 bombs, and he's actually really good defensively, but that's just a guy that's just a great defensive player who can't hit. Yep. Uh, it just it blows my mind still. Sorry. Wong's good. Uh, yeah. Now, this is the year where – because that'll be three straight years of Christian Yelich struggling, um, where I think it will be some cause for concern. Right. But I'm still going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, the the pandemic years, you know, was weird, and then he dealt with some injuries last year. Didn't seem like he was fully healthy. Um, You know, Willie Adams – you know, they – you know, Willie Adams left Tampa and became – you know, a, almost an Superstar. all-star shortstop. Yeah. You know, um, you know Lorenzo Kane is still Lorenzo Kane. Josh Hader's one of the best relievers in the league. Same, same with uh, Devin Williams. Luis Arise is a nice young player. Um, you know, they they just got they're they're stacked, man. They're, they really they're stacked. stacked. And the, the scary thing is, like, they were really good last year, and Yelich was not close to what he is. Yep. So just think if he does come back yep. and be and is Yelich of old. That team is going to be scary good. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, then the NL West. So I have, I guess I have, I mean, okay. Five and four, Diamondbacks, Rockies. I, I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're both That's what I teams. have, but they, yeah. They both could, yeah, the yeah, I mean, there's so much. The offenses should both score a shit ton of runs, in my opinion. Looking at their teams, mm-hmm. that they have hitters all over the place, but they're both their pitching staffs are trash. Um, yeah, in and my it's weird because like they have like in like individually, like they have some good players. Like Herman Marquez is good. Like Aaron right. Gomer or Gomer is, I think, is going to be pretty good this year. Um, so maybe I'll pick, but like 
I like the Rockies starting pitching more than their bullpen, but I like the Diamondbacks bullpen. Like I like yeah. like Ian Kennedy. I like Mark Melanson. You know, like those are like halfway decent guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I may like, like the Rockies like, lineup more. E- yeah, because it's like Chris Bryant, it's CJ Crone, it's Randall Grichich now. You know, you still got Charlie I like Blackman. I like Rogers at yeah. second too. Rogers. Iglesias um, is a service old shortstop. Like he's not gonna do amazing, but oh yeah, he's like he's he, he's decent enough. Um, you know, like Connor Joe was pretty good last year. Ryan McMahon, like yeah, I, I, I would say I like their lineup a little bit more. So maybe maybe Diamondbacks five. But it's like Cattell's so good, but like can he stay healthy? Like that's the main question. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I would probably say Dimebacks five, Rockies four. Yeah, I agree with that. And then number three, who you got? I have the Giants. Okay, so this is our first um You have the Padres? Yeah, I have the Padres. Okay. That's fair. Now, okay. I'm I'll say why I have the Giants higher, and then you say why you have the pod because because I'm going to assume, what, Padres at two for you? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to make the argument for the uh, the Giants at two. You make the argument for the, for the Padres at, at two. Okay. Um, the Giants are the Spurs of the MLB. Oh, that's like, a really good comparison. Holy shit. Like, all they do is win. They're always competitive. They have this system where, like, it, it really doesn't make any sense. Like, they just, they find these, like, quote-unquote, like, retread-type players and then just make them, like, bona fide studs. Like, Gossman, right? Gossman last year? Was it Gossman? No. Webb. Wasn't it Webb? No, no, Gossman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gossman. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're so, right, right. Basically, career kind of dead after leaving Baltimore, goes to San Francisco, bonafide stud, go and goes and gets paid to, to play in Toronto. Um, Di Scrifani, like with the Reds, an underperforming prospect, goes to the Giants, amazing, ends up getting a, a long-term contract with them. Uh, Wood was like that. Um, I, like they signed Alex Cobb this this offseason so like I feel like he'll have a, a pretty good resurgence like they played a very hit, uh, pitcher friendly ballpark Logan Webb's you know a young stud you know with the retirement of Buster Posey you'll get to see the uh, Joey Bart finally play catcher every day um, and like you just look at their team you know Brandon Belt uh, uh, Brandon Crawford like you know what you're going to get from those guys. Like, you know what you're going to get from that entire team, game in and game out. And I just don't know how they could win 100 games last year and blow everybody away and then not get the credit to be at least projected to be number two. In, in, in the division where the Padres are going to not have Tatis for the entire, for what, three months, two, three months, you know, their bullpen is not good. Um, and I just feel like 
there's a lot more question marks with a very young team now. I like their manager now in, in Bob Melvin uh, with, with the Padres. And I feel like he's able to kind of, you know, manage not just the game better, but like personalities on that team better um, than like, what was it, Andy Green last year? But it's yeah. like, like, I can't disrespect the Giants like that after they just won over 100 games. Like, I just, I don't know. I can't do it. No, I, I agree. So go ahead. To a point. Okay. So here, I mean, I, everything you said, I agree with. Um, when it comes to the Padres, though, I just think, okay. So I think the biggest thing we think about right away is that Tatis is going to be out two to three months, right? I think Ho Sun Kim or Ho Sun Kim mm-hmm. can fill in that spot. I'm not saying he's going to be Tatis. No one's Tatis. But he has a good enough short. I mean, he's a starter in a lot of teams somewhere in the infield. He's in a, I think he slides in a short. He does okay. He does what they need him to do, if that makes sense. He's not going to be a Tatis, but he's going to be serviceable. He's going to do exactly what they want him to do. He's good defensively. He actually hits pretty well. Cronenworth is one of my favorite players in baseball. Um, underrated play everywhere. I think he still has a great season. Um, Luke Voigt, the signing of Luke Voigt is just – I mean, I love that trade. I mean, that trade for Luke Voigt, I love it. Even if he DHs or first base, whatever they do with Hosmer, I think they go get Brian Reynolds. I uh, then that outfield just gets even better. Grisham, Reynolds, and probably Myers. Yeah, probably. Yeah, pro- and then you have a uh, Profer out there still being the utility guy. I mean, he could even probably play short or not short, but he could play second and corner spots first. He plays anywhere. That and they have three starting catchers who could start at catcher. So I still, like I said, I think this team makes more trades. But that rotation is just so – Mike Clevenger's come back. These people forget how good he is. You Darvish, I think, has a bounce-back year. Or not even – yeah, bounce-back. Like, a better year. Uh, uh, Lament, I think, has a good year. They just got Sean Mejia. I mean, Joe Musgraves, Chris Potick, Blake Snell. I mean, that's the thing. Like, they have – they're going to make another trade. And that's just – they just have so much talent on their team. That even with Tatis out, I still think they do enough to get second place when Tatis gets back and then they battle. And there's no disrespect to the Giants. It's just – it's hard for me to look at the Giants roster, see the, what those guys are that sure think that they can do it again. And if they do it again, that's all praise to the Giants. And that's, But like you said, that's how they work. That's how they do their shit around there. So who knows? They could do it again. I just – I don't have a lot of faith that they will. But – it wouldn't surprise me to see him do it again. Would not surprise me. The, the Padres are like, they're like every, like if you go and play uh, like a franchise mode in a video game and it's like, oh, my team's so stacked. And then you just start simulating the, simulating the games and you're like, I lose. why am I 500? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. I feel like the Padres are right now. And like, I would love for that, like, like, it'd be great for baseball for them to make the playoffs. But it's like, I just, man, I just feel like there's, it's very loud in, in San Diego right now. Yeah. And like, that. you know, like I said, getting Bob Melvin, probably the best thing for them. Cause at least like he, he can, you know, captain that ship basically. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, at, at, like the Tatis thing, um, you know, and like you said, like, you know, maybe Kim 
because like he didn't play well last year, but it's like you know he's not like he's getting regular at bats. Right. Um, in in that infield, and they gave him a pretty big deal. Yeah. To be yeah, a yeah. util, not be a utility guy. To be honest with you, he was just a backup infielder because Profar is the utility guy on that team. Yep. Um, so yeah, yep, yep, yep. I mean, it's it's very confusing. I mean, they still have. I mean, maybe maybe they say, "Hey, we're desperate to start off the year right." You know, maybe they bring up a, a CJ Abrams early yeah. on to play short with Tatis out, and if he plays well, then you know you. I mean, you, you just deal with uh, Will Myers' money, or you know, maybe he ends up being uh, like a platoon guy. You know, because CJ Abrams bats left-handed, so maybe you don't want him to face a whole bunch of lefties. So maybe Tatis plays the outfield against righties and. And shortstop against lefties, and then have Will you kick Will Myers outside or like in the outfield? Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I think we were all super hyped on them last year. I know, I know, and you know, like I see them very similar to the way I see the Mets. It's like. It should be easy. It should they should win ninety plus games, but for some reason with them, nothing ever comes easy. With no, that, yeah. all true. the talent in the world, you know, like, like yeah. the Angels, you know, like, oh, oh they have God, some of the best players in baseball, and <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> and then the Dodgers are the Dodgers, right? Like I don't feel yeah, I feel I mean, like I we don't have to talk much about them. No, they're gonna be really good. They're the best line of baseball, best rotation, probably. They're just they're they're gonna be dangerous. And oh, they just traded uh, AJ Pollock for Craig Kimbrell, one of the best closers Dude, yeah. of all time. They can, real quick. You talked. I think you talked about this last night or two nights ago. Well, the White Sox traded their their top, top second, second baseman base prospect for Kimbrell, who's gonna be really really good. Yep. No, for Pollock now. Think about it for Pollock. Yeah, well, yeah, for yeah, but well, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, for Kimbrell and. Who they traded? Oh, I just I don't understand. Why do teams keep trading other people to the Dodgers? I I don't know. And and like of all players, like you didn't even get like a, a prospect or anything. You you just you yeah, got, got AJ Pollock. AJ Pollock, who like you could you could look and be like, yeah, that's the worst guy in the lineup, and that's the guy you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. You gave them one of the top relievers in baseball. This isn't AJ Pollock from the Diamondbacks when he was an All Star yeah. center fielder. Like AJ Pollock is... from the Dodgers, who's going to yeah. DH probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's it doesn't make any sense to me. I hate it. Just, you're really just making the, the rich richer. Yeah, it's just I don't I don't get it, and I just don't understand. Like, you have Kimbrel, you have William Hendricks, you go out and you uh, Graveman, you sign to a pretty decent deal, and you're like, all right, well, okay, we'll talk. We'll talk about the White Sox later. Sorry. Yeah. We'll, because it, it just doesn't make sense. Do you want to do your wild card teams, or you want to wait till the end? Uh, yeah, you know, do, do do your wild card teams. Okay, for the NL, I have obviously yeah, for the app, I have San Diego as my one. Okay. Uh, my two is the Phillies, and my three is the Mets. All right, so I got. I think I just got the second place teams in in all the divisions. So okay. I got the Phillies, the Cardinals, and the Giants. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I just like that's what my heart says and my head says. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna roll with it. Okay. And then, right. 
Do you want to wait? No. Do you want to wait for? Okay. Do you want to wait for the NL champion right now, or no? We, we can do the NL champion one too. Then, yeah. Who do you okay. have? It's hard not to pick the Dodgers, man. They're just they're just so good. And it's here's the thing. You know they're gonna make at least two trades at the deadline. <laughs> at least. To probably shore up that bullpen. Do they need it? Probably not. Or even a guy who's not playing good. Oh, just Durr's not playing good. Okay, let's go get Jose Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got the Dodgers. All right. Who do you got? I have um the New York Mets. Of course you do. I'm making it again. Of course you do. That rotation in the playoffs, no one's scoring against them. They're both going to be healthy. Will they even have well, – okay, yep. will they even have an arm they're both, in the playoffs? They'll both be healthy. Yep, they're, they're, they're doing it. New York Mets. You're just going to die in that hill, aren't you? Not fucking damn right. <laughs> All, right. All right, the AL East, uh, Baltimore 5. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, I mean they, they could make a run for being the worst team in baseball, too. No, 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 no way. No, no, because they have Mullins. They're no, going to have, they're Mullins. gonna have, they have Mullins. They have Mountcastle. They're going to have Adley Rutschman. You know, they got John Means. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah like Mancini's it. good. Like, that, it's going to be a, it'll be, it'll be a team to watch. Their bullpen, I have no faith in. But hey, they got Adley Rutschman, who everybody's been hyping up for the past yeah. three no, four yeah, you're years. Right. Mullins is I love Mullins. I'm He's a, a superstar in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mount Castles could be a, a a star first baseman, um, and I guess like how do you root against Trey Mancini too? You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay, so this is where things could get interesting. You know, four to four to one with the uh, the the ALE. So so who do you got? You know, just list your, your four through one, and then I'll list my four through one. Okay. Fourth, I have the Yankees. Third, I have the Red Sox. Two, I have the Rays. And one, I have the Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, I think I have I have Boston and New York flip-flopped. Okay. But again, I'm not even confident in that, to be honest with you. <laughs> like I just I, know, in my opinion, I think the Blue Jays and Rays are better than both those teams. Yeah. I think the Blue Jays are the best team. So that's how I did yeah. my things. Like yep. three and four could be flip flop for me. I have two for the Rays just solidified and one for the Blue Jays solidified. I just think it's like it's a, it goes by tiers, in my opinion. I think the Blue Jays are a tier ahead of the Rays. And it's not like a, a lot. They're better than the Rays. And then I think like it's like a tier below them are the Red Sox and Yankees. Yeah, and I think like Boston, like they. Boston's weird because they they, they shouldn't be good. They the shouldn't win. be that good. Yeah, but they they have a lot of individual talent. Like Devers yeah. is a stud. Bogarts is great. They got Trevor Story. Um, you know they they they. I mean, if you, they hope that uh, Verdugo's going to take a step forward this year. Um, you know, Kiki is you know Kiki. You know, just like the vibes around the Red Sox, like. Are like are good, but then like you look at that that pitching staff, and you go like at some point Nathan Navaldi's just gonna break down, right? Like Chris right. Sale can't stay healthy. Um, yeah. That bullpen, like I'm not a fan of Matt Barnes at all, like at no. all. 
um, you know, they have a like the Garrett Whitlocks. Like I like him a lot, um, but it's like, is Kiki real quick? Is Kiki playing left for them? And Jackie would, playing center. I would guess with Thunder going right, and then JD's the DH permanently yes. now. Yeah, I would. I would okay. That. Okay. Okay. Continue. Sorry, I said I'll, no, I'll no, check no. through that on my head. No, but like again, Jackie Bradley Jr. Like, is awful. He was awful last year, like the worst hitter in baseball last year. So it's like you trade one of your best hitters for him. Yeah, that it, that made no sense at all. Like at all. Who's actually really good defense? I think I don't think people realize how I, I'm going to go. Renfro is? Renfro is defensively. Yep. Like because I think they look at him and they think, oh, this guy's puke. There's no way he's making. Do you know what I mean? But he's mm-hmm. always graded above average. He has a cannon of an arm. Yep. Throws everybody out. Like he's he's oh, that that bothers me a little bit that people like that whole trade, like off buddy his name's average, he uh he's a big Brewers fan and the fact that they got Renfro, and I have to be like yeah that's a great trade for you guys average pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, I just yeah I just don't understand what the Red Sox are doing honestly, because it just you make they they lost Rodriguez. Um, to the Tigers, you know, they lost Schwarber. Um, I just, I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I look at the Yankees and I go, they're all going to get hurt. So I don't know. Like, (laughs) like I'm conflicted, but I'm, I guess like talent wise, like just looking at the roster. Like, the Yankees, I'm going to have to put three. Because, I mean, if everybody stays healthy, Aaron Judge, MVP candidate. Um, I think Donaldson is is going to be really good, especially playing in New York um, at that stadium. A full year of Gallo, like, hitting at Yankee Stadium. Um, they're infield now with kind of Falefa, right? I, don't, I always forget, like, the trade seat. Kind of Falefa's there now. Mm-hmm. Um, so defensively they're good. They got uh, they they brought back Anthony Rizzo, the the Lemayhew. Um, I mean Glaver Torres is now like without a position, which is you know interesting. Like it would be interesting to see what they do, uh, because I don't see Stanton playing the outfield enough to like even be able to DH, uh. Uh, Glaber Torres or Josh Donaldson like consistently right Um, but it's like I don't know I feel like the the Yankees are a confusing team for me you know I I feel like it's a it's a loud bark with with like no bite with no bite with the Yankees right yeah I mean I hate New York so I'm probably biased so you're good with it yeah and yeah, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the Rays, yeah. the Rays are fun. The Rays, oh, they yeah. will just the find a way to win baseball games every, yeah, every year they find a win, they find an opportunity to win games. I mean, Kluber, dude, they get, they're going to find a way to get Kluber. Like he's going to end up with some Cy Young votes or something, I bet this year. Cause like, that just seems like the perfect place for Kluber. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Just resurgence his career down there. Yeah, you know they they get a full year of of wander. They get a um, 
you know, uh, like like full years of their, their young starting pitcher like Baez and and uh, McClendon, who I think is their opening day starter. If they maybe get Tyler Glass now back sometime this year, like maybe you know the way they manipulate their bullpen and like they just know what to do. Their outfield again. You look at their outfield and you go, there's not a lot of like, there's not like really any like bona fide stud in their outfield. You know, the no. Kevin Kiermeyers, the Margos, um, the Brett Phillips, uh, Austin Meadows. I'm trying to remember who I'm, I feel like I'm that's, missing. That's it oh, right there. oh, Randy Rosarena. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. The best one. <laughs> yeah. The best one. Um, but like, Game you know, that, you, that, 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 Outfield's dangerous. Yeah, but it's like they just know how to manage, my, like like they they're they're experts at micromanaging the game in regular season games, to where like I I have them at number two, so yeah, and then number one the Blue Jays are just like the most talented team in that division. Yeah, I mean the Blue Jays are just it's. Their team is just stacked. Yeah. Am I, yeah. Stacked. And they're young. Stacked. Yep. 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 Matt Chapman. Like they go out to get Matt Chapman. Um, which again is just gonna make everybody better, especially Vlad at first base. Vlad's a f- bona fide MVP candidate. I mean MVP. Um Bobachet is a stud, you know, Kevin Vigio, you know, he'll he'll get an opportunity to play second base every day. Uh, they got what Guriel and left, um, uh, Springer in center. Uh, they traded for Randall Tapia, uh, Teoscar Hernandez. You know they're starting pitching. You know they they get uh, Gossman. They have Barrios. They have uh, Manoa. They have Nate Pearson. Like it's can their bullpen like can they kind of find can they piece like can they just solidify their bullpen with the pieces that they have whether it's Merriweather or Jordan Romano because that's what really killed them last year like their bullpen was just awful um but I feel like with that lineup I feel like that bullpen at times is just gonna feel like a little overrated like yeah they'll give up some runs but they're gonna score right back whenever they they right. uh, they, they get up to that. Exactly. Um, and sorry for anybody listening. My dog was just whining because he heard a cat outside. So I'm sorry if you no, heard that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't hear it, so I think oh, I heard him right away, and I looked at him, gave him a look, and he walked out the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the Blue Jays. And the thing is, like, I mean. We're both Guardian fans, but there's a chance that they get if this continues, they could have Jose soon. Well, then um, I will no just, longer be a Guardians fan. Yeah, I know. It's just it's just ridiculous how good that lineup is, even without Jose. You know what I mean? Yeah. With Jose, we're not we're not ridiculous. we're not gonna no we're not thinking we're not gonna talk that, that into no, okay. No. Uh, Biggio though at second I like a lot. Um, Bochette, I mean he's a bona fide stud. stud yeah, he's gonna be stud. yeah. Uh, Chapman, even if he doesn't hit the ball like he should, even though I think he has a bounce back year at the bat, defensively, there's no one better in baseball. I think he's yeah. past Arenado. I think he's oh, number yeah. one. Yeah. Um, Vlad at first, I mean, there's nothing you can I mean, have everything to say about Vlad. He's the best, one of the best. Uh, Tias Hernandez might be one of my favorite players too in baseball to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Springer, if he stays healthy, he's going to be great. 
And then um Guriel and Laughter. Guriel, like Guriel, yeah. And, and I'm guessing Tapia is more of the fourth outfitter now. Because well, I, I, I mean I, I would assume probably maybe like Teoscar becomes a DH. Or oh yeah, they, true. Yeah. Or you know oh, yeah. it's weird, like they like to DH Springer some. So yeah. But now they have that they center. can they can do it now. Yeah. Yeah. But now they can do that when they can have that rotating DH. But yeah, that lineup and there's the catchers. I mean, Danny Jensen has been a supposed to be a, a top tier defense. Supposed to turn on, yeah, and his power is there too. And they also have guys behind him who can hit. So like Yeah, like Kirk and, and all those guys. Like Yeah, like like you said, the only thing that scares me is the bullpen. Like you said, like even then, like the offense is just so good that it doesn't bother me that much. Nope. So like, yeah, the Blue Jays just falling ahead better than anybody else had a vision, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like they still have right. They still have Ryu, who they signed to a yeah. big deal. Like, like they're so like they have like they're 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 so good. They're so good. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna do the AL West, only the the Central, uh, for the last uh, division. Uh, the okay. West, the A's. There's really not much to talk about them. They traded no, everybody. No, they just traded everybody. So yeah. That's yeah. That's all the time we get for talking about the. the A's. <laughs> Uh, number four for your let's we'll do the same thing so four through one for the yeah, you go first this time. All right, I'm gonna go. So I have okay, I'm gonna work number one. I still have Houston, number two, I have Texas. Fuck, I'm gonna go three Mariners, four Angels. I just oh we I are way different. I just I can't I can't trust the angel. I can't. Okay. Do it. All right. I'll go four through one. You ready? Okay. Four. I have the Astros. Wow. Three. I have the Rangers. Two. I have the Angels, and one I have Seattle. What? Yep. Wow. Okay. All right. So. All right. So I mean. Oh, Seattle won. Why? Please make. I mean, it, Seattle. I mean, like last year, they were one of my teams. I think that could surprise people. And this year, I think they added Robbie. What Robbie, Robbie Ray, Ray to that? Yep. Yeah, I have speech pattern. Everybody, that's the hardest name for me to say. In the world. <laughs> yeah, Robbie um, Ray. Two two hours. That just set me up. That was just the devil Jesse on my Winker. shoulder. Like you're not saying this. Yeah, Jesse Re- Jesse Winker. Holy shit! Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Him adding him, Suarez going in the third base for them. Their outfield, uh, Jared Kennick, um, and they start and Julio Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yep, like that. Just they're just so loaded offensively. Adam Frazier at second is a great add too. Mm-hmm. First base, you have Ty France, who might be one of the most I want to say underrated, but like people don't know realize how good he could be in mm-hmm. Ty France at first. Catcher that Tom Murphy had a really good season the last two years. Um. Their bullpen scares me a little bit, but I like the uh, Diego Castilla. I like their uh, Paul Seawald, I think his name is. Yeah. Seawald. Um, the rotations, I like the rotation a lot, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, their whole – I just – something about Seattle, man, and their GM goes for it too. So if they're like there and they need a piece, I could see them going and getting a piece. And, yeah, that whole that whole team – like you have Mitch, Han- Mitch Hanniger – and probably Winker are probably going to switch out DHing and defense. Like, that just – I just love what the Mariners are doing, and I think they're going to – I think they win that division easily. That would be – that would be a lot of fun to watch. That would yeah. be a lot of fun. So, I got the Astros 
begrudgingly at one. <laughs> Mostly because, like, a- until they prove otherwise, like, I feel like, like, they should be number one, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah they lost Correa, but they got this top prospect of Pena, Ed Short, who's probably going to play every day. Kyle Tucker is is going to be a stud. Um, you know, they still got Michael Brantley. They still, still got Yoder down. Um, Altuve Alvarez. is still, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alvarez. Um, they, they still got Altuve. Um, you know, Bregman, like, he was hurt all year, basically. So it's like, if he could come back and and because I he's he's gonna be close to uh for a long term deal uh or hitting hitting free agency soon, um, they're pitching like like Valdez is good. They're gonna have Verlander back, uh, like they just I don't I don't like it, but like top to bottom, like their bullpen is good with Presley, like. They're just a complete team, as cliche yeah. as that is. Yeah, and I, I just can't. Unless, like, you, what you think the 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 you know the the tires fall off, which would be. I awesome think everything goes bad this year. I think everything that could go bad goes bad for them, and they don't recover. And that's my, that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold said so. I mean, look, I would love to see <laughs> what you predicted happen happen. But and like the like, I had the Angels for. Yes, they have Mike Trout. Yes, they have Otani. Yes, Rondon should be ha- should be healthy. But every fucking year they have those players, those type of players. Every year they have Mike Trout. They never make the playoffs. Last year they have Otani. And if it, if Otani wasn't. Uh, playing or pitching they like had no shot um Syndergaard like this is what three four years of injuries like I don't know I, I don't know if I could bank on him for a full year um like I like Patrick Sandoval for them but and I like Iglesias it, it, like the back end of their bullpen you know he I, I'm a big fan of Iglesias but it's like man until you prove like you gotta prove you have to prove that you have to win at an organizational uh, level. You have all these the best of the best individual players, but it just never works out for the Angels. And again, that's they just have to prove it to me. And I think the Rangers, they go out, they get Corey Seager, they get Marcus Simeon. Um, you know, their their pitching should be halfway decent. Um you know, a lot of like they're counting on uh, they're counting on a lot of young players, um, like the Spencer Howards, uh, like Dane Dunning, even though like this is his like second full year, but like, you know, young and experienced. Um, you know, but they have some veterans like John Gray and stuff like that. You know, they're outfield with Garcia, uh, Willie Calhoun should be able to play every day somewhere in their lineup. Uh, Mitch Garver behind the plate. Uh, what Nate Lowe or Nathaniel Lowe at uh, at first base for the Rangers? Like, I like a lot about their team. So, yeah, yeah. 
but I think they're young. And I think it's gonna take. I think it's gonna be like one year of just figuring stuff out. Yeah, I mean, and and I could see that too. I could see that too. Um, that that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, like I said, ideally, I would love for what you predicted to happen, but it's like, man, I I don't know. I don't know. Well, just when it happens, you're here first. Yeah. Yep. And then the central. Uh, so who do you got? Just five to one. Five to one in the central. I have uh, uh, Kansas City, Tigers, Twins, Cleveland, White Sox. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And that's probably like, you know, we have our our, our Cleveland glasses on. Right. For the and I will game. say, yeah, and I will say also, like, I know I've been saying like four or five can switch because they're both so bad. I think four and five can switch here because they're both good. Yo, yeah, like, I think they're yeah, both yeah. going to be, like, decently good. But it's just, like, it's tough for me because they both have young teams. So, like, Kansas City could easily finish fourth and Tigers could go fifth. Like, mm-hmm. it would not surprise me at all. It's just they're both good young teams, in my opinion. The Central is scary, in my opinion, for the next, like, three to four years with how young these teams are going to be. Yep. Yeah, because, like, if you're, the, like, with, especially with the Tigers and their young pitching, like, at, like if, if they can just all – if they could have them all going in the same direction at a high level, they could be really fucking scary. Oh, really scary. Really scary. The Royals, yeah. they they have a lot of great young individual players. I mean, Bobby Wood's going to start the team with them. Uh, I mean, we've talked about Selby Perez, like a whole bunch on this podcast. Whit Merrifield is like, you know, what, one of the most underrated players in baseball. Um, Andrew Benatendi. I mean, he had a resurgence last year with the Royals. Um, but it's like, man, like they have some young pitching, but I, I just don't trust them to no, yeah. make that stuff. That's the thing with Kansas City. Well, that's the same thing with the, with the Tigers. Like if that young pitching, is, if it works out, they're going to be really good, but is it going to work out? One of the hardest things, in my opinion, to get is young pitching to work out. And that's yep. one thing that, the hitting doesn't always work out for Cleveland, but they they always somehow get the pitching to work out. Yep, and like talk about hitting and young hitting, you know, with the Tigers, Spencer Torrelson is going to make their opening day roster. It, I mean, it looked like Riley Green was going to make their. Yeah, uh, until he got he, hurt, he was making yeah, he it. He gets hurt, um, but they have some young guys like Akil Badu. I hate that Hoppy Bias signing for them. I, yeah, I don't. It yeah. makes no sense. And then you go to one of like the best like pitching divisions in baseball. Dude, he's going to strike out like 300 times. Yeah, that would not surprise me at all. He's probably going to hit 30 bombs and, and walk oh, yeah. each one off, but he could hit He could hit 220. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Would and, not surprise me at all. And But like defensively, like he's still pretty good playing shortstop. Um, I like their manager, A.J. Hinch, is, is yeah. very good. As much as people don't like him because of what happened in Houston. Um, he's a good he coach. Just, he's a good manager. He, he just knows how to motivate his team. Um, extremely well. Uh, that would I mean that was honestly a great gift for for Detroit and like 100%. Detroit. Detroit's a weird team because like they got like, you know, a lot of young players that were like a lot of inexperience at, at a lot of positions. You know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. Akil Badu's like going into his his second like full season. The uh, Eric Haas like people were high on him for a little while. Like is he going to be able to catch, you know, a significant amount? Um, you know, to, to be able to put, you know, to, to get in 
get into the lineup like consistently. Right. Robbie Grossman had a breakout year. Can he yeah. continue Robbie that up? Grossman. Yeah, exactly. You know, they still have Miggy. Um, you know, you know, do you see how, they, how Spencer Torgerson got his job, what Miggy did for him? No. Miggy gifted him a first baseman's mitt, basically like, hey, like you're, you're the new first baseman, which is pretty cool. Cause, that is pretty cool. I mean, Miggy, Miggy's a, he's a pro and he could, he should easily, if like he should DH now, but he didn't have to do that. And the fact no. that he did that for that young guy, that's, I mean, first that's cool for Spencer. Mm-hmm. And it's also really cool that Miggy did that for him. Yep. In my opinion. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but like, I just don't really trust their bullpen. Really not a huge fan of their bullpen. Um, like, but like they got some good arms though. Like, like I think Michael Fulmer is probably best suited as a, as a relief pitcher, just going forward, you know, just somebody Mm -hmm. who just throws hard and throws strikes like out of that bullpen. But like Soto as your closer is always like, like a yikes, you know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. In, in really the same way I see the twins, you know, twins hear me. They're going to win a lot of games, but they, yeah. Offensively, like they're fantastic. If Buxton stays healthy, um, Max Kepler's always a thorn in, in the side of Cleveland fans. Luisa Rise is a is a thorn in everybody's side. You know they get Carlos Correa, Jorge Polanco still on that team. Miguel Sano, like their offense is is awesome. But man, mm-hmm. they're pitching. I mean, if they're relying on, like, what do you get game in and game out from a Sunny Gray? Like you don't really know. Chris Archer, what? No. Um, and outside of their bullpen, outside of Taylor Rogers at, as their closer, I don't like any of those guys, like, at all. Tyler Duffy was bad last year. Um, but, like, offensively, like, Alex Kiolov, like, dude, dude they're going to score some runs. But it's like, yeah. I just I just don't know about their pitching. Yeah, the, the, the Twins scare me as a whole because of their pitching and because it's the Twins. And I know they had a good year last – like, I know they have, like, good years every once in a while. It's just, like, I don't trust them enough. And, I, like, Correa I like. I like Buxton. But, like, all the other guys, like, are, like ma- – like, they could go either way. Like, Sano, you don't know if he's going to hit 40 bombs or hit t- or hit 20 and bat 190. Um. Kepler, I feel like every year we think he's going to have a breakout year, like a continue playing the way he used to play. And it's like, yeah, you never know with him either. Um, and Buxton needs to stay healthy. I love Buxton, but he needs to stay healthy for that team. Uh, and, yeah, it's just their pitching scares the shit out of me. And Gary Sanchez, even though I get the move they did, he does not, like, move the needle at all for me. Oh, no. At no, all. No. Like, no. even if even if he's a DA, I mean, they have to DH him. But if they catch him, you, I mean – I love that as a Cleveland fan, but oh, yeah. even if they DH them, that doesn't that doesn't like scare me at all. Yep, that's that's the way I kind of feel about. Um, and Geo too, like yeah, he, he had yeah, that, a breakout it. year two years ago, but like he really hasn't. I mean, that, I mean, look at that one year with New York. That's the only year he's ever hit in his career. Yep, like consistent, like a good year. So like yep. he doesn't scare me either. But defensively, he's gonna be amazing. But mm-hmm. like you just don't know what he's gonna get offensively at all. Yeah, and I mean, I love that. I, I love that middle infield, Correa and, and Polanco. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. But it's like, can everybody around them stay healthy? And I mean, right. I mean, I don't. That's the big if. I think I saw something. Buxton's never even played a hundred games in his entire career. Yeah, do that. Yeah, that's. 
I mean, yeah. Which sucks because he. Yeah, he's good. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good, and he finally put it all together last year, and it's just like. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, and then with the Guardians, number two, you know, as much as we hate, you know, their their lineup. Like, with that being said, like Stephen Kwan making the the opening day roster. I don't know how huge, huge dub. Yeah, I don't know how they could go out there and have Zimmer or Mercado strike out three fucking times in a game when you know you have Quan who's going to play just as good defensively in the corners but not strike out and put the ball in play. Yeah. Consistently. I mean, I don't know if you saw the stat today. In 26 at bat or and 28 at bats this year for Zimmer, he's striking out 16 or 18 times. So he got to strike out more in spring training has been Bellinger. Quan is bad 27 at bats. You know how many times he struck out? None. None. Yep. I mean that does it. That's what it comes down to. Because this this team the, the lineup is dealt with too many guys who strike out. Now here's the thing, weirdly, and hopefully it translates for the to the regular season. Uh Andres Jimenez not really striking out that much in spring yeah, training. Not and that I love that. Like I don't care if you put their their weak shots or something like that. Like I'd rather you put the ball in play. I've always said, I know it's different in Major League Baseball, but a ball in play. You don't know. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. You don't happen. know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Never know what's going to happen with a ball in play. A strikeout, you know what's going to happen. You're walking back to the dugout. A ball in play, you never know what's going to happen. Yep. And yep. I don't, and also, like, I know we're going to do it in these podcasts in the next couple of days before the season starts, but real quickly, I don't know if anybody's seen, but so far on the, on the uh, roster, they have Ahmed Rosario as an outfielder. I don't yeah. know what to take from that, but if I they mean, start the year with Ahmed and left and Quan and right, I'm in, in the middle with with either Chain or Comet uh, at second. I'm guessing it's Chain. I'm, uh, I'm thinking it's you, Chain at second, Jimenez at short. Yeah, Clement and probably Owen Miller make the roster. You know, Clement's probably that that um, utility guy. Utility guy. Owen Miller's probably like. Either your first baseman against lefties, because um, I I don't know I st- I don't still really trust Bobby Bradley against lefties. Um, right, I don't either. But but my whole thing is like worst case scenario, even if like Chain doesn't play good, you can call up one of, like if you can either give it to Owen Miller, which I I would rather just call up Urias. I mean not Urias, uh, Urias yeah. or uh, yeah. Freeman or somebody like that. Well, Freeman's and been then hurt, you're so- set. Freeman's been hurt. Okay. Arreas. Yeah, so, so. Because you can call uh, yeah, Arreas and put uh, yeah. him at short and Jim as a second or either way you want to do it. Yeah. And I think that's the future then. Like mm-hmm. you already, you're already with this move. They do what I think they're going to do. They're already setting themselves up for the future, in my opinion. Oh, and yeah. it's a great. Because yeah. Rosario needs to be in the lineup, but he is not a good shortstop. I, I love Rosario when he does in the lineup with his bat. Yeah. Yeah. And he could be a sudden left. Because mm-hmm. he's got the speed and he's got, a, he's got an arm. He just does not have the range to play. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to work ground ball sometimes, and it confuses me. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we talked about him enough. Yeah, but and I think him playing left, like you could you could hide him in left field, and exactly. You know, I feel like the ball coming off the bat, like the 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 few games he played in center field last year. I mean, it was kind of a disaster, but I feel like you know he might be able to read it a little bit better, transitioning to the outfield to play a corner outfield, and it yeah. also helps like you got Miles Straw in center. You'll have Stephen Kwan, or or even if it's Zimmer or Mercado in right field, like 
you know, those are like natural outfielders. So and yeah, really and late in game, you could put Zimmer if Zimmer was on the team and left, and like stuff like that, and late in games to make the outfield. Like just imagine on a late outfield of like Zimmer, yeah, but Shaw, I, and Quan. I'm saying like late, like a ninth inning, like ninth inning. You just want to put a guy out there. I'm not saying you just take Rosario's bat out of the lineup in the seventh inning, but if something like that would happen. But either way, like I want Rosario on the lineup and left. I think it'll be a great. Yeah, move. yeah, because overall, like you know, the the top four of their lineup, I I I think it's pretty good. Like I like Miles Straw. I think he's I think he's going to show that he's a really good uh, center fielder, leadoff hitter uh, in yeah. baseball. And I expect him to hit about 280, get over 30, maybe even 40 steals. Cause I feel like, you know, for the guardians to win some games, like they got to be aggressive on the base paths. So it's mm-hmm. straw stealing bases. It's Rosario stealing bases. Jose's going to get his 30. You already know that. Um, Quan could get 20 if they, yeah, if he plays could, enough. Yeah. Quan is going to, is, is going to get his, um, you know, Jimenez, I think Jimenez had like 12 stolen bases last year, didn't get caught. Yeah. That was the thing that with the Guardians or the Indians last year, they were really um they're really efficient at, at stealing bases last year. So mm-hmm. I expect that yeah. to to continue. Um, oh yeah. You know, Fran Mill finally like you know, him playing a, a full slate of games. I mean, he could he's going to hit 40 home runs if he stays healthy. He could hit 50. He hit 30 yeah. last year. And yeah, missed he, like in 40 games. And, <clears throat> yeah, in 114 yeah. games, I think, and he hit 30. Um, yeah. And also interesting that, you know, didn't really get brought up a lot. Uh, and obviously, we'll get more and more in-depth with the Guardians. But, like, you know, that, that backup catching position, Brian uh, Lavastida, like. Yeah. You the know, fact that he won that tells me that he could get shots at – Taking it over. Taking it over, yeah. And defensively, yeah. like, like he's below average, but, like, that bad. I mean, yeah. it, it could it could play wherever. But the good thing about having Austin Hedges on the team for him, Hedges seems like a guy who's, like, a good teammate. I've right? oh, never yeah. heard about oh, him. Yeah. So, like, the good thing about Hedges, I feel like Hedges can take Brian under his wing a little bit and be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, let me show you some things to help you out with catching the ball back here. Yep. And I trust their starting pitching – um, I I love Bieber. Uh, I think Plezak had a quote unquote down year, but he still won double digit games. Right. Uh, Savali was he got hurt, but I if mean, he didn't get hurt, he doesn't he get hurt. A great I mean, year. He, he might be an all star, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cal Quantrill has all star potential, and Tristan mm-hmm. McKenzie, like put it all together stay, in the second half. If he if he stays healthy, um, and just. If he has that second half like he did, or if he has a full season of what he did in the second half, which is just not walking people, uh, right. he's he's a stud. You have Classe yeah. as your ninth inning guy. And, like, you know, Karen Check will be back soon, you know, with, like, next month or whatever. Um, it seems like he was back to his normal self after, you know, the rules change. Like, you know, you know what you're going to get from Brian Shaw. You know what you're going to get. Uh, like Nick Sandlin's good and, and stuff like right. Like again, yeah. you know what you're gonna get from the guard, like a Cleveland game in and game out. You're gonna get good starting pitching. Hopefully, you get some timely hitting. Like Jose is a stud. Everybody loves Jose. Again, we'll talk about that his situation uh, in the next episode. Um, but it's just like 
hopefully the next episode we're talking Jose Ramirez contract extension and that's all you would hope. about that. And right. then the White Sox like their There's lineup. Not to say about them. They're yeah, they're they're their lineup is stacked just at, at every position. Um, again, they trade Kim, Kim, uh, Craig Kimbrell for AJ Pollock, and like for some reason they're okay with that. But it's gonna work out for them because I mean Pollock for their lineup is gonna be great. Um, Andrew Vaughn really showed out last year. They still have a Brayu. They have. Tim Anderson, Luis Robert, uh, Yusmani Grindal, Yoan Mankata. Like, that that team is just so stacked. Now, again, they're starting pitching. Like, Lance Lynn just got hurt, so there's a little bit of question mark there. I like Giolito, but after those two, I think Dallas Keuchel isn't good. Um, I am not a huge fan of Dylan Cease. Uh, I think they're going to have Kopech in the bullpen to start the year. Uh, Garrett Crochet is going to have Tommy John. Like, like it, at times I feel like it could get rough for, for their pitching, but, um, you know, if they have a lead in, in the seventh inning or oh, eighth yeah. inning, when they go Graveman, Liam Hendricks, like, that's tough, man. It's Yeah, it's really tough. And like you said, the lineup is just so good, too. And just, like, they're like, they're a tier ahead of the Indians or Guardians, sorry, yep. at least. And I just think they win this division pretty easily. If everything, unless like you said, unless like injuries happen, they should coast for the win in this division. Yeah, you would, you would think, you would think. All right, so playoffs. Who, or well, who do you got? Wild card. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Who do you have your wild cards? Uh, uh, my three are, um, Rays, Cleveland. And the Angels. All right, so I have the Rays. I have, I think, Texas. And, the, man. <laughs> I would love to say Cleveland, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think I'm going to go Seattle. At, at the Seattle? Way. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's, that's where I picked the one. That, who do you, so who do you have coming out of the AL? Man, that that's so tough, man. That is so tough. I, I want to say Toronto. I want to say that's Toronto. who I have. Yeah, because it'd be fun. I have the Blue Jays win it. It it would be fun to like root for them for like one year, and then like hate them going forward. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a Toronto Dodgers World Series. Okay, I have so, Mets Blue Jays. So, want to do awards first? Then we'll do our no, no, no. World go go World Parker? Series. No, we'll go World okay. Series. Uh, who who do you got to win? I have the Mets over the Blue Jays. All right. I feel like I'm gonna go Toronto. I'm gonna go Toronto to win the World Series. And right. yeah, I like I it. Just, I just I I hate your pick though. I know, I know you do. I know. All right, all right. So let's go rookie of the year in the uh, National League and then the American League. I'm going to get his name wrong, but I have Sayu Suzuki for the Cubs to win the rookie of the year for the National League. Yeah, that's, I I like that pick. I like that pick. I I think he has a really good year. I have Kybert Ruiz. He was second for me. So we're we're close. Yeah. And then in Yale, I have Bobby Wood Jr. 
and I wanted to pick Quan here. I really did. But the, <laughs> you just don't I, think he's going to get the opportunity. No, I think he's going to get the opportunity. I think he's going to play a lot, but I think he gets it, Bobby Witt, because Quan doesn't have the flashy numbers that's going to win it. And what I mean by that, Quan yeah. could hit 310, but he mm-hmm. could only have three home runs. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I would love that. Right? I mean, but the writers, Bobby Witt could hit 280, which I love Bobby Witt, but he could have 20 home runs. And that's why I think he, he he's going to win it, just because he's going to have the flash numbers to go along with how good of a year he's going to have. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I I think um, I think I'm going to go with Torgelson. Okay. I think I like that pick I a think lot. Kind too. of like the same reason, but I think like if he hits, if he hits like 30 home runs or more than 30 home runs, oh like, yeah, it'll be he tough to, to not right. Get, the AL is um, tough to pick a. a but also, uh, like rookie. if Julio Rodriguez gets called up. And Seattle, yeah. like that's that would be that would be tough to not yeah. pick him. So yeah, okay. So Cy Young, uh, National League, American League. Uh, National League, I have Julio Arias from the Dodgers. Oh, I think he wins it. And then the AL, I have Shane Bieber. I think he has. I think he does what he did two years ago, and he wins it pretty easily. Um. I'm. I keep going back and forth, cause like, I think I'm gonna pick Corbin Burns. Okay, I like that pick. And then, the American League. Hmm. Like I want to say, here's like I want to say Shane Bieber too, cause I picked him last year. <laughs> and we all know, like, if he doesn't get, he would have won it. I think yeah, he, he, he would have won it. Um, but I'm also thinking, if you get a full slate and and no innings limit on a Shohei Otani, mm-hmm. yeah. If if he's like, if he if he if he okay if he has like 30, 32 starts. He could have like sixteen wins, mm-hmm. and I think the media bias kind of towards him. I, I think I'm gonna pick Shohei Otani, but okay. I think, I but I think, oh, I think Beaver has a great opportunity, and I, and I would pick hey, Beaver other. I like it. I feel it. So, who's your MVPs? I'm going to pick Shohei Otani. Okay. And what about the NL? Oh, Juan Soto. Okay. I like it. You're going to hate my NL pick. Uh, my NL is he has the bounce back year of his life. Shut the fuck up. He shows everybody that he's Shut the best the shortstop up. of baseball once again, and it's Francisco fucking Lindor. Get ready. Book it. Bet on it. He's winning it. And then AL, it's Vlad Jr. I think, I think Vlad just – does what he did last year and maybe even better, and I think they gave it to him. Yeah, I mean, I would love for that to happen, but I think I think Otani just like because he's the two way player, I think he gets he's gonna get like the Barry Bonds treatment to where he is, or the Mike Trout where he is the most valuable player in baseball for that team for the next five years. Yeah, I can see that. No matter what, because it's like if he hits. 50 home runs and he wins 15, 16 games. 
Like, how do you not give that guy the MVP? No, yeah. Unless it unless it becomes a Russell Westbrook type thing. And what I mean by that is people are like, this is crazy. This dude is averaging a triple-double for an entire season. It only happened once in the history of the NBA back in the 70s with Oscar Robinson. Like, we got to give this guy the MVP. So they did. And then he's done it three times since then. And and nobody talks about it. Right. That's what I think is going to happen. And, I, and that's no, the, no, like nothing wrong with Otani. I feel like Otani has the same kind of year he had last year. And the, this year, the writers like, you know what? Vlad deserves it this time. And I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. I just think that's what I think the writers do. I, I would agree with that. But I still think, like, I, I still think if he has one more, like, I think he needs one more good year for that to happen for, like, the LeBron okay. effect. Where, like, yeah, LeBron, of course, is the most valuable player year in and year out. But it's like you can, you just can't keep giving this guy. There's got to be more. Right. More play, like more people like to, to get that award. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree. And I feel like that's why I got Ota- that's why I think I got Otani as a as a Cy Young winner, because I feel like if he does that. Then they give him the MVP two straight years and then it's like, all right, well, He's gotten every award we could move on towards somebody else to somebody else, yeah. maybe like Vlad. And like Vlad's what 23, 24? Oh, yeah. Like, Vlad's gonna be in the top. For yeah. And Otani, I mean, even Otani's what 27, 28 years old. Like, yeah. But I mean, we've talked about it about Otani too. Like, at some point, do you just like say, hey, you got like two, three more years of pitching every day? We would, we think you're more valuable as our dh just going forward right especially once they're going to have to resign him to a contract in a couple of years towards a long I agree. so well yeah it's a good episode this is really good, good. i loved it yeah i did too i did too you want to shout out your two or anything else dad no i think we got everything through to be honest with you i think we did good we said about the trade and then we're going to talk uh, tribe or guardians more next episode and obviously if any other news happens we'll talk about that too but i think we got everything we need to get in today yeah and i think the hope is to record that either tuesday evening or wednesday evening so it's out before game one on thursday um yep i'm off monday and tuesday so probably tuesday so probably tuesday yeah so probably yep. tuesday uh we will record that and have that up for wednesday and which should coincide with, um, you know, like start of the season, the, yeah, the start of the season, the end of contract negotiation talks, and uh, I'm sure we'll all be very opinionated on, you know, what's to <laughs> yeah, come. Right. This, these next uh, what 72 hours or so. So. Yes. Um, it'll be, it'll be very interesting. It'll be very fun, and uh, you know, thank you for, for checking out this episode. Thank you for checking yes. out the the last episode. And uh, Gabe, you want to shout out your Twitter, shout out the, the podcast Twitter and all that fun stuff? Yep. Uh, my Twitter is YanezGabe13, Y-A-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. And the Twitter to follow us on there is leadoff talk at leadoff talk, L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-A-L-K. And you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin Nose C-L-E. That's Caitlin, K-A-T-L-A-N, Nose K-N-O-W-S, C-L-E. 
And as always, friends, take it easy.